Thank you for tuning in to Health Life Today. I'm your host, Robert D., and uh, welcome, everyone. Today, I'm uh, going to talk about um, a drama queen. Um, and I want to use uh, for maybe a, a biblical word would be meddler. Um, the Lord recently has, has just shown me something where being a meddler or, you know, somebody who meddles into other people's business or they, they're a drama queen uh, is more like a, a, you know, a street worldly term there. A drama queen uh, being one can actually cost you your soul. And so I, I, I want to just, just a little, little talk here, just a little small teaching, a little nugget, if you will, um, to be very careful um, how to conduct your life, especially if, if, if you're a Christian, you belong to Christ, you've been exposed uh, to the Word of God. Um, this is a warning for every believer. Okay, and if, of course, if you're not a believer, it's my hope and prayer that you would become a believer. But this is this is directed toward the the believer. Now, I believe that the people that who do not are not a believer, and the Lord just simply do not know what they're doing. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They really don't know what they're doing, and so. With that being said, let's just, I'm just going to take just a regular, just a definition of a drama queen. Uh, you probably have been exposed to them, you, or you may be one yourself. I, I don't really know. Um, you can determine that. Um, but a drama queen is a person who habitually responds to situations in a melodramatic way. They like to blow everything totally out of proportion. They love to exaggerate. And got to ask the question, why? Why is that? Uh, well, many reasons. Uh, one could be to, they just want to seek attention. You know, it's all about them. They're, or they could have emotional dysfunctions and, and feel it's their duty, you know, to make life harder for everyone around them. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You're smiling right now. Some of them just simply can't get over it, whatever it may be. Um, and a lot of them are extremely miserable and very insecure. And some are too stubborn to admit that they are wrong. And so they carry on and they just, everything's drama. And I think you'll probably find one or two uh, in a workplace or in your place uh, where school or wherever you may be, you'll always find them. And, and one of the indications too, as I was doing this little study, is that anytime you hear somebody whispering, they have to whisper something, um, be careful with that, uh, what's going into your ears. If somebody has to whisper, it's, it's, it's kind of hidden. And, and that's a kind of a, not a good place to be. And so a drama queen, right, they just blow everything out of proportion. They make it really, you know, how do I say, mountains out of a molehill, molehill out of a mountain. They, they're extremely dysfunctional. They, they get the emotions going and they stir up other people. And there's where you get into the danger. And I, and I, I will get into that in, in, in a little ahead here, getting ahead of myself. But um, when I was um, just listening this past week, um, uh, um, somebody said something to me that uh, I was in my workplace and they just said, why do you got to have all those copies? And I didn't answer. And, and we were making copies in the copier room. And, and, and I thought about it later. Number one, it's none of your business. And if I wanted to make 300 copies, what is that to you? 
It's simply none of your business. But see, people who stick their nose where it doesn't belong, there's something wrong there. There's something off. And the danger is, is if they can recruit people to listen to them, now you've got, you've got some issues. Okay, so I knew that somebody was meddling in my affairs, in my business of work. And it's like, it's none of their business. In other words, do your own job. Okay, and you know, don't worry about how everyone else is doing their job. And so I realized that this person was meddling. And so, of course, I got right into the word. But a meddler, just as a definition, is they intrude in other people's affairs or business. They interfere. Uh, some of the characteristics of it, they're very annoying. You, you know what I'm talking about. They'll come into a situation or conversation that's none of their business. They're uninvited. They're unwelcome. You know, it's like the backseat driver, right? Well, you need to do this, and you need to go over here. And no, 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 no. <laughs> there are the other words that are associated with a meddler as a busybody, um, gossip, a talebearer, a betrayer. A betrayer, because uh, if you ever experience being betrayed, it's always by the tongue. It's always by somebody else's tongue, okay? Or you could be the betrayer. It will be by your tongue. When you're talking about somebody in a negative way, you're betraying that person. You're a betrayer. Whether you realize it or not, you're a betrayer, okay? Um, <clears throat> in other words, uh, other words, a snake, an informant, you know, a snitch. Um, I'm talking about a, somebody who meddles in other people's affairs or business. They interfere. They involve themselves in a matter without being invited or without a right or without right or an invitation. Like who invited you? And just recently, I, I, I just I walked into a situation and I was talking with somebody and somebody interfered the conversation and said, what did you just say? And I said, none of your business. And I and I just came from my heart and I thought, wow, what a word that was. And it was. It was none of their business. In other words, get back to what you were doing. And why am I saying that? Why would the Lord even say that through me? Because that person who continues, okay, in that particular sin, they don't realize what's going on. And I'm talking about the ways of the Lord right now. Especially people who claim to be Christians. If you're sticking your nose where it doesn't belong, and you're a gossip, and you're a, a slanderer, or whatever... You can lose your very soul, okay? You can lose eternity. You can lose your reward. Um, there's many things that you can lose. And so the warnings here, um, and I had to get biblically, and I'm going to get into the Bible right now, just, just, just two or three um, on the area of somebody who's, a, who's meddling or is a meddler, you know, interfering uh, with, with the affairs of people or, or their business. Um, Proverbs chapter 20 verse 3 reads like this it is an honor for a man to cease from strife but every fool will be meddling okay so just stop there for a second if you're a person that's given over to meddling you know you're interfering with other people's business or affairs or whatever the word of God declares right there that you're a fool okay and you know that it's not a good thing to be a fool in the eyes of God, okay? So you could be practicing that, and I'm just saying, okay, so that you will pay attention to me here. Every fool will be meddling, okay? So 
no matter how you try and dress it up and, and, and just kind of, you know, appear like you're righteous to people and you justify and excuse yourself and continue on in your ways, the way the Lord sees you is you're a fool. If, you're, if, you, if that's a characteristic of you, you're a fool, okay? Proverbs 26, verse 20 reads like this. Where no wood is, there the fire goes out. So where there is no tale-bearer or whisperer, the strife ceases. In other words, it's silent. Okay. So in other words, if there's no wood, you can't start a fire. If there's no whispering, no telling tales, no none of this, there's, no, there's going to be no strife. It can't be there. And so what's the word? The word is don't go, don't go inviting yourself into situations like that. I myself have walked away. I've actually... I believe the Lord just directed my step. He just, I get out. I know that where this conversation is going is no good in that little circle of people. And so, um, right there, if, there if, if you're not given to that, okay, if you're not lured into that, there can be no sin, okay? Because where that is, where, where there is strife, and division. There's every evil work, even in James says, if you have strife and selfish ambition, if you're one who's given over to running your mouth on people, that's every evil work. You're an, actually an evil doer, if you can hear that today. If just read or, or look up anywhere in scripture where evil doer is and tell me that you want to be a part of that? I don't think so. I don't I don't believe you want to be a part of that. Now if you are, there's hope for you. Okay, you can turn Stop that, change your ways, and get right with God, okay? That's the only way. And so, you don't want to be a part of that. You want to be part of life. And so, this is just a little warning, okay? Um, not the greatest subject that I would choose to, to speak on, but it's just something that he gave me. And I have to be faithful to, to, to give it. And so... Now I'm going to change the change gears a little bit, and 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 I'm going to talk about Paul's exhortation for widows, and you'll find that in First Timothy chapter five. Um, this was an eye opener to me, and here's where the seriousness of this is 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 it's extreme, okay? Um, in First Timothy chapter five, and bear with me here. I'm going to actually read. I love to read the scripture. And I pray for everyone listening to me that God would open your ears, he would open your eyes, he would open your heart, and I pray he'd open mine as well. Even as I read, I have found that revelation comes. And so, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 3 reads as like this, Honor widows that are widows indeed. But if any widow have children or nephews, let them... Learn first to show piety at home and to requite their parents, for that is good and acceptable before God. Now she that is a widow indeed and desolate trusts in God and continues in supplications and prayers night and day. But she that lives in pleasure is dead while she lives. Now, right there, but she that lives in pleasure or is into self-indulgence, is, is she spiritually dead even while she lives? And these things give in charge that they may be blameless. But if any provide not for his own, especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Now let not a widow be taken into the number under threescore years, that's sixty years old, having been the wife of one man. 
well reported of for good works. If she have brought up children, if she has lodged strangers, if she has washed the saints' feet, if she has relieved the afflicted, if she has diligently followed every good work. But the younger widows refuse, for when they have begun to wax wanton against Christ, they will marry, <clears throat> having damnation because they have cast off their first faith. And with that they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers also, and busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. I will, therefore, that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give no occasion to the adversary to speak reproach, reproachfully. For some are already turned aside after Satan. If any man or woman that believes that have widows, let them relieve them, and let not the church be charged, that it may relieve them that are widows indeed. So, why am I reading this? For a couple reasons. Widows, there's, there's actually, biblically, there's true widows, and then there's false widows. Okay? And it's pretty plain here. Um, the ones who are true, first of all, actually, he gives an actual age, 60 and over. Okay? <clears throat> and the younger ones, they're self-indulgent, and they learn somehow, they learn to be idle. And they're wandering about from house to house. See, there's no direction. And not only idle, but tattlers also and busybodies, speaking things which they all ought not. So, and then that scripture which says in verse 15, For some are already turned aside after Satan. And when I read that, I went, wow. I mean, think about this for a minute. That you're going to sell your soul because of your mouth, because of the condition of your heart. You're a gossiper, you're a tattler, you're a busybody, you know, speaking things that you really should not be speaking about people, about situations. You're actually continuing on in that lust and not realizing that you're going to lose your soul. Did you hear that? Okay, you will. Okay, and one of the things that blew me away is the words of Jesus in Matthew 10. And I'm going to turn here right quick. And just read it for you. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 10, verse 24. Uh, almost there. Matthew, yeah. Okay, the disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master, and the servant as his Lord. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more shall they call them of his household? Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and hid that shall not be known. What I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in light. What you hear in the ear, that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Now, those are the words of Jesus. And, and, you know, you do know this, that Jesus is the Son of God. He's Lord. And you're either a follower of him and a believer, like a continual believer in him, or you're not. If you continue in his word, then you are his disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But you see the conditions in there, okay? So... <clears throat> But rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Now that to me 
is absolutely, that's a stunning word. That is like, wow. Who's he talking to? He's talking to me. And he's talking to you. He's talking to his people who have ears to hear. Okay? So, no matter what, the other, the, the other side of that is what I tell you in secret, okay, go ahead and, and do it. Preach it. Teach it. See, God needs witnesses. And I, I'm going to read this in John chapter 15. Okay, verse 18. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. Mm -hmm. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. And if I had not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. He that hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works which no other man did, they had not had sin. But now have they both seen and hated both me and my father. But this comes to pass, that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. Now I'm reading that because I have been charged by God, and I know I have, to preach the word, to tell people the truth. That God needs a witness, and even you listening today, you may have indulged in some of the things that I am speaking about today. You may do um, be a busybody or, or a gossiper, you know, a slanderer, you know, a, a betrayer, if you will. Or you may be somebody who's given over and listening to somebody who's into that. Well, I, I can't, I'm not going to go there today, but I can show you where you are just as guilty as the one doing it. I'm not going to go there because that's not my, my thing today. But even listening to that stuff is unholy, it's ungodly. And the Lord, like I'm telling you, if when a man's ways please the Lord, he can make yeah even your enemies to be at peace with you, but he will direct your steps right out of a situation. When a man, if you want to do right, I'm telling you, the Lord will direct your steps, and you won't even it will not appeal to you any longer. And so some of these things are are here as a warning. Some of these things appeal; they actually appeal to appeal to people. And as I'm going on every day in my life, the things that, that used to appeal to me years ago, months ago even sometimes, weeks, uh, could be moments they don't appeal to me anymore. And just like that, the Lord delivers me from me. He delivers me from my affections, from my things. You know, it's a, it's a genuine lust uh, to listen to people gossip. You know, it's juicy, they call it. Oh, well, what do you got for gossip? Well, it's no, 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 no. Not as a servant of the Lord. Can't go there. God is not willing that any would perish. He's not willing that any person would perish. And the last thing he needs is any one of his children partaking in all of this stuff, okay, of talking about people or gossiping or just being a drama queen, you know, and just being so insecure in their own ways. And God wants to lay foundations in you today. So if this is, if this is something that, um, that you have been indulging in, you need to consider your ways and you need to stop it because it could cost you your soul. So don't fear him, which, you know, fear him, which is able to destroy both soul and body and hell. That's the Lord. 
Okay, you want a fear of God to have a healthy fear of God. And that's why he I have to proclaim this, because if I don't, you'll have an excuse to continue on in your darkness. You'll have an excuse to continue on in your evil ways. Okay, but no, that's why he's put it on my heart today. He wants you to stop that if you're doing that. Okay, and other people that, you know, are doing that and you'll probably always have them no matter where you go. But you don't have to be a partaker of that. You can just like, no, walk right away. And you know, again, where there's no wood, there's no fire. You know, where there's no ear, they can't, who are they going to talk to? They got to talk to the to the windshield or they got to talk to the walls. They're not going to, they're not going to talk to you because you're changing your ways. <coughs> Excuse me. So you don't want to be guilty of that. You You don't want to be guilty of turning aside after Satan. Okay. That's strong words, but it's true. And I'm talking about people who've had the privilege of sitting perhaps in a church, listening to the word, or in a home, listening to the word. They've been exposed to the Bible, to the teachings of Jesus, and they've turned aside and they've let the things in this world, you know, kind of overtake them or lure them away. You know, just the three words where Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. Three words. Think about this for a second. Remember Lot's wife. Why? Because something in her heart was still over there. Okay, when she was told, don't look back, no matter what, she heard it with her mind, but her heart was not there to receive that commandment and live. And so there's a commandment today that the Lord is speaking. Okay, remember Lot's wife. Because when that commandment came, when it came time to be tested, her heart was back there in Sodom. Her heart was back in the world. Her heart was back. And you can equate that with being a gossiper, being a slanderer, you know, being a drama queen. Um, you, you know, and you can use all the excuses you want. But I'm telling you, the Lord wants to lay some foundations in you. He'll forgive you. And, and, and really, in a second, as quickly as you can acknowledge your wrongdoing, he'll forgive you just like that. And then he'll grow you up where you become more godly instead of ungodly. And, you know, just a, a reminder here, it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person. It's actually what comes out of the mouth. And so you're, you're talking about when you're a partaker of gossip or, or slander in any way, or you're just running your mouth on people, you're defiled. Okay, in God's sight, you're defiled. And I'm talking to people today, you're going to go to church and lift up your hands. And I'm telling you, in the book of James, he's saying, don't even bother. Okay, until you get this right, don't even bother because you're not worshiping him in spirit and in truth. You're worshiping him on your own terms and you're not willing to change. And I'm telling you, I need to change today. And I hope you know that you do because we're nowhere near where we need to be in him. But we've been given another day. We've been given another moment, okay, to glorify God. Take advantage, okay, and stay in him, stay in his word. And uh, I think I'm going to close out right there. I hope something was said today that can strengthen you, uh, make you aware. OK, and I believe that that's what the Lord wants. He, he needs more witnesses to rise up so that there's conviction. OK, and that people would turn. And from now on, they would not have an excuse to continue in their darkness. But because God sends people 
okay, with the true word. And he sends people that brings conviction so that they would turn from their wicked ways, okay, and they would be saved. And part of it is pulling people out of the fire, because I'm telling you, that's a hellfire right there, especially the tongue. And that's one of the first things that God wants to get at in all of us. And so I hope that you are encouraged today. Um, I'm Robert D. And um, thank you for tuning into Health Life Today. You know, we have a website, healthlifetoday.com. You're more than welcome to go there, check some of the articles out there. There's also an email link. If you have any comments, um, encouragement, anything, um, my only rule of thumb is be, be kind. Uh, be firm, but be kind. I, I'm not against criticism in any form, but for somebody who's not kind, I will simply not answer. And uh, I won't go there because the word tells me don't go there. But I appreciate any comments, any blessing, maybe things that the Lord is showing you, even on this particular subject here. And so, again, thank you for tuning in. And I just want to say God bless. And uh, until next time, be blessed.